Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Sesh with Siraj. This is your host, Siraj, and today I am joined by a very good friend of mine, Abdullah Asad. Hello. Hey, I'm good. How are you? I've been okay. I've been okay. How is quarantine going for you? It's 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 pretty good, honestly. I like it. Uh, I I miss being able to go out, but I think I've been a little more productive than I usually am. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah, that's the case for a lot of people. Like some people, uh, they're enjoying this a lot because they've been working for a really long time and they really needed a break and they wanted to work from home. They're all chill. But some people, like outgoing people like me personally, <laughs> yeah, stuck in them a lot. Like you know, I just want to go out and shit again. Yeah, dude. Now, that brings us to the topic of today's episode, which is mental health and depression. Now, Abdullah, I understand that you've, been, you've gone through similar experiences through this. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, we, we both uh, used to live in Pakistan. That's how we know each other. And yeah. there, there's a very big problem with how it's perceived over there. It's, it's actually really backwards, you know? It's it like is. stuck it in, is, like, yeah. the 1920s. Yeah. So the main, the main uh, thing we're going to be talking about today is depression. And I, I have some, let me just tell you a little bit more about what depression is. Uh, what are like some symptoms? Now, there's a difference between depression and feeling depressed, right? Uh, you can yeah. feel sad, you can feel gloomy, you can feel moody, whatever. But depression is a longer state of that. The most common yeah. form of depression is major depressive disorder. 16.2 million adults in the United States face uh, this major depressive disorder. And that's a big number. That's 6.7% of all Americans. It all is, American yeah, adults. it is. It's a, it's a pretty big thing. Yeah, yeah. And so the, w- the way you get uh, diagnosed with it is if you have a, like a number of symptoms for at least two weeks, right? Yeah. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the symptoms, like what are the common ones. And if you have like at least five of these, you should consider talking. You should probably consider going to a therapist. Yeah. 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 You should consider talking to someone, uh, especially if it's lasted more than two weeks. Now, if it's lasted more than three months, then it becomes persistent depressive disorder. Now, that just means that it's not going away. And that's when it becomes a very big problem. All right. So the, the common symptoms are insomnia. Always being basically out of energy when you wake up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or, or sleeping too little, sleeping too much, or insomnia. Uh, and then there's uh, irritability. So like if you get irritated really quickly or if things are just annoying to you all of a sudden, like things you didn't think were annoying before, they become yeah. annoying. That, that's one of the symptoms. Uh, restlessness, if, if you feel... Uh, anxious, nervous energy in you. If you, if you like, you get what I mean. If you, if you yeah, can't just, the, I, I think the um, Siraj, I think the two yeah. major ones are like um, feeling worthless or guilty, like constantly. Yeah, feeling yeah. like you're worthless and you're not worth anything. Also, the thoughts of suicide and troubling concentrating on stuff. Yeah. these ones are like major ones. So if you're yeah. like, yeah, um, if you're like constantly overthinking about how you're like super shit and how you're like not worth anything, then you should yeah. probably like, I, I, I would advise you would probably should you know talk to someone about it. That's yeah, not a good yeah. Suicidal thoughts. Uh, if you're feeling sad, anxious, or like empty, I've heard people say that. You know, yeah. these are these are major signs that you know maybe you're going through something and like this persistent depressive disorder. Uh, sometimes there's headaches cramps 
Sometimes you lose your appetite. Sometimes you eat more. Uh, yeah. You lose interest in things you like, uh, like sex and something like other activities that you enjoy. Basically, Sometimes... anything that you usually do, if, and if you're doing that thing out of this, uh, out of proportion, if it's either too less or too much, then it's yeah. probably something you should, you know, worry about. Exactly. Exactly. Now, depression is a problem. Uh, it's it, it has a lot of uh, side effects to the way you you live your life. It's not just yeah. suicide, right? It's yeah. not just you're you're a suicide risk. You lose motivation. You you stop doing things that you loved. You stop working towards your goals, and yeah. uh, you lose being, your motivation. You know, yeah, being less socially active. Yeah, trying to grow less. Always think action, uh, anxious. Yeah. Always overthinking about stuff that you shouldn't overthink about. Exactly. You withdraw from the people that you love, which makes it worse, right? You you stop talking yeah. to the people that would support you. Exactly. Uh, it's 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 actually very problematic and many of the times it leads to addiction whether yeah. it be weed whether it be alcohol whether it be opioids or any any of the stuff because i think you're always trying to escape the feeling that you're actually going through something you just don't want to accept it you basically don't go in like denial you go exactly. in denial and you don't want to accept that there's something up with you when there is and you know there is because yeah. in the back of your head you know something's messed up and something's exactly. getting fucked yeah. up and you just don't want to accept it because it's just how it is. It's just it's just how depression works. You you look for scapegoats to, yeah. you know, give you a temporary release from your feelings. And I, I would really advise a lot of people, if anyone's listening, that um, if you notice signs like these in anyone, you should you yeah. should probably talk to them in a very polite way, and you know, not make that thing about themselves or yourselves. Just you know, address the problem in a correct yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about how you should address the problem. Do you ha do you have any do you have any advice for how you approach people uh, if you if you fear that they might be in a depressive episode? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I right. think uh, what I personally believe is how you should uh, approach people who you think are going through something that is related to depression is that okay. um, you should just talk to them in a polite way and not make the problem about yourself. Like the conversation must be entirely about them. And yeah. you should not make them feel bad about what's happening within them. Like yeah. you should tell them it's okay that if there is something wrong, it's okay because it's okay to be not okay. Yeah, we, yeah. we've always learned that in books too that it's okay to not to be not okay, and if it's not the end, then it's not okay. You know, stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. So you should just talk to them like in a kind, polite way. It really works. I, I see so many people getting this wrong, and what what they do is they. They they say they they compare their own past experiences to someone's depression. Like I felt sad this one time and it fucking sucked or whatever. That was just a momentary feeling or something, right? That yeah. is not compared to their dep depression, right? Yeah. That's something you could get over and you did get over, and it would make that person who is depressed feel weak. They yeah. would they would ask themselves, why can't I get over this? What's exactly. wrong with me, right? One thing that you should completely not do, like absolutely avoid doing when you're talking to someone who's depressed, yeah, is that yeah. you should really not say or ask that are you are you actually diagnosed with depression? Like this yeah. one sentence, yeah. this is the worst thing that you can say to someone yeah. who has yeah. depression. Like, okay, fine, they're not diagnosed with depression, but that doesn't mean that they don't have like depressive yeah. uh, things that are going inside them. You should not really make the other person feel bad. It invalidates their uh, feelings. Validating someone is really bad because then they don't choose to open up to you because they yeah, automatically yeah. their their brain thinks that you're just gonna judge them and think they're piles of shit 
exactly. for like saying anything. So just don't ever say that. That's the yeah. worst thing you can ever say. Uh, I have some advice too. I, I think this is something we need to start doing a lot more often. Uh, we need to start talking about suicide, you know? It, there's a clinical study. I forget the exact numbers in it. But when someone is, you know, when you talk to someone about suicide and if, if you ask them if they're having suicidal thoughts, they have less suicidal thoughts. It actually decreases in number, like the amount of thoughts they have. It's actually shown to be better that like, after talking to them. We need to make it not stigmatized. We, we should really normalize. Yeah. It, it's, it's so heartbreaking to imagine someone yeah. is just... Oh, the, uh, this one Indian actor that passed away, he committed yeah. suicide. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, Sushant guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, um, that really proves that uh, no matter how much people think you are successful in life, no matter, yeah. no matter how much you have the money and the fame and everything, you can still fucking take your life. Exactly. No one is immune to, to mental illness. No matter how much money you have, no matter how much fame you have, no matter how many Instagram followers you have, whatever. Exactly, man. It can so many anyone. So many famous people in the world took their lives. Like so many. I can't even exactly. Count them. It's sad. It's it's sad. It's it's heartbreaking to think that someone is so done with it that they want to just end it themselves. Yeah, and all of this starts with this one thing, like one small depressive chemical change in your brain yeah. that happens, and you just don't want to accept it. Now, so make sure you always just listen yeah. to the person who's going through it. Now, one thing I hate this actually just gets my blood boiling is when some boomer says like, just get over it. You're sad or it's hormones or chemical, whatever. Right. Yeah. It's not as simple as that. It's not as simple as that. Depression is an actual physical illness as well. Right. It's exactly. not something that just happened. This, these, there are specific genes that make you more uh, receptive to being uh, depressed. There are specific ways that scientists have measured this all right let me tell you about a study now i unfortunately don't have the article open for it right now unfortunately but there were there was a study conducted on twins where the twins were who were separated even at birth if one of them had depression there was a 70 percent chance that the other one would as well yeah man even if they they were separated at birth they didn't go through the same life experiences if your father is depressed, if your siblings are depressed, there's a higher chance that you will be depressed as well. It's not yeah. a weakness. It's it's as it's it's like a it's like a heart problem. It's like a heart disease. There, it's a actual physical illness. Exactly. Some people say that there's a chemical imbalance in your brain. Now that that's partially true, right? Uh, your brain there's a, a few chemicals that make you kind of, you know, happy, you know, uplifted. Serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine, right? These three chemicals are really, you know, what makes you happy. Now, people with depression have been known to have uh, a lower amount of these chemicals released in their brain, right? So yes. what early, early scientists, what they would do, early psychologists, they would prescribe medicine that would just boost your serotonin level, right? Now yeah. that worked, that worked. But when we, when we've started to, you know, actually talk about depression, do more research into it, scientists found something very interesting, right? Now in your brain, there's a little section 
uh, called the hippocampus, right? Yeah. yeah. That section is uh, involved with your emotions and your memory. Now, they found that people who have depression have a smaller hippocampus. It actually becomes smaller over time. So the actual synapses and neurons and connections in your brain degrade. It's yeah. not just a simple problem of, you know, I don't have enough serotonin. And it, and it is yeah. really complex. It's like super complex. It's super complicated. We still don't understand everything with how it works. You can never generalize it. Like mental exactly. do that. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is specifically about uh, depression and this uh, persistent depressive disorder. Now, yeah. the good news is that when you start recovering, which you can do through medication and therapists, uh, your hippocampus starts to recover as well. And it gets bigger and then, you know, all the good stuff, you're, you're almost back to normal. So the point, of, the point of telling this is that it's not just, you know, I'll get over it or whatever. It's actually something... Would you would you say I'll get over a broken arm, Abdullah? Nah, man. Doesn't annoy you as much as it annoys me when people when people say something like that. Yeah, man. It's get just, over it, dude. It sounds like soup, like someone like saying stupid shit. Honestly. Yeah, super like, condescending. Just, get over it. just, just get fucking over shut it, up. Yeah, man. Right. Honestly. Uh, the same way you would go about fixing your broken arm, you should go yeah. about you know it getting your depression fixed. Work. It takes time to heal, but it can be done, right? And there's nothing yeah. wrong with you, right? It's not your fault. It's not it's your just fault, It's a yeah. sickness that you can, you know, fix. And there's nothing to be, you know, shy about. Like, there's nothing yeah. that you should feel bad about if you have these chemical imbalances in your head. It's totally natural. In fact, like, I have one statistic opened by um, Harvard Medical School. And okay. the article, I will quote, it's called, What Causes Depression? Um, right. It says... More than um, 23% of the entire population of the world does suffer from depression at the age of 11 to 18. It's like, wow. a, it's like a fact. You go through depression. Like, wow. And there's, these numbers are not false. Like, these studies yeah. have, have been started you know, conducting from like 1980s all the way to the 2020. So it's not yep. like some bullshit random guy sitting in his mom's basement saying yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like actual shit. Exactly. And the World Health Organization says fewer than 50% of the people living with depression uh, globally actually receive treatment. 50% yeah. of the depressed people out there don't even go for treatment. Exactly. And this is also one of the biggest issues, though. Yeah, yeah. Treated. So now, now that we talked about like depression and its uh, like background, what it is, the symptoms what's you know the actual kind of science behind it as well uh i want to ask you if you if you've had any experiences with it and if you're comfortable you know talking about it um yeah you've man, told I me have... a little bit about it but yeah if you want to tell the the viewers the audience yeah definitely um well i've been um facing from um social anxiety anxiety and depression from the age of 17 it started when i was my in my a2 like my last year of A-levels. Oh. And I, unfortunately, yes, uh, unfortunately, I still suffer from a lot of it. It's been, but it's been better, but I still suffer from it. And let me tell you, it's, it's one big shitty thing. Yeah. Like it, it fucking sucks, man. Honestly, like at least, at yeah, least man. I accept, like some people, I know, I know some people who are going through the same things that I am, yeah. but they just don't want to accept it because they think their self-esteem is going to go low. Yeah. They accept it. 
I'm at a point where I just accept now. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. You're depressed. It's okay. You have issues. It's okay. It's gonna yeah. be okay. Yeah. And, you know, hope is what makes me not want to kill myself someday. Exactly, dude. Exactly. That really matters, man. Like having yeah. hope. No, I'm dude. I'm really proud of you. That that's great to hear. Thanks, man. Yeah. So so you said you you've been going through social anxiety and depression. Yeah. Now that now that kind of hits close to home because I've I've been struggling with social anxiety as well. Now it's not it's not too bad for me. I'm I'm grateful about that. But there is like always this nagging thoughts in the back of my mind that you know all kinds of shit. Maybe I don't look good. Maybe I do this. Maybe I do that. Right? It's just myself yeah. criticizing myself, which is especially so insane. This, yeah, yeah, especially this one thought that I think you will probably relate with is um thinking what will others think. Exactly. Like, yeah. About how, how am I supposed to dress? How am I supposed to speak? How am I supposed to sit? It's yeah. always like others before you. Exactly. Exactly. It it really does, man. It's it's very it's it's hard. It's annoying, and it's not just something you can get over like easily. It's something you have to kind of put your time and effort into. Yeah. It's it's very annoying, man. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, man. True, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we all, I guess, we all have our own little problems in life, and uh, yeah, yeah. We just deal with it with our own ways. Some people do drugs. Some people yeah. do stuff. There other other stuff like they're addicted to. Some people actually just don't do anything about it, and that's what they consider doing nothing about it, like something that's like a treatment, which I believe is not correct. No, and, no, uh, that's a bad way to go about it. It's a bad way. Yeah, it's even worse than doing drugs. Honestly, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do drugs to cure your depression? No, 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 guys. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't do that. Yeah, don't drugs. do drugs, man. Drugs are bad. Do drugs after you cure your depression. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, also this one mentality, like a lot of people have. Yeah. Is like if you tell someone, like, okay, fine. If you like become friends with someone and then you both interact and you find out that the other person smokes weed or probably does some acid and stuff, yeah. and then they just go like, oh, so you have some like, do you have like some mental illness? Are you like trying to escape from something? <laughs> and they just automatically judge this, oh, this one about you, yeah. and you're like, bitch. Honestly, dude, the amount of times. The amount of times. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so, I was saying, I was saying, yeah, it's um it's even worse because uh, this happens in Pakistan a lot. Because people like people, their fucking mentality is so shit. Like, I'm not yeah. saying the whole of Pakistan, like I'm not generalizing anything. You can never generalize anything. But like yeah. This shit happens a lot in Pakistan. Like people, they think you do drugs. It's because you're trying to get over your ex, or you're trying to get over something, or honestly, you're just like, going through something in life. And no, bro, that's honestly not the case. Like, just let me live my life in peace. <laughs> I, I say this one thing: like, live and let live. It's exactly. Exactly. So we we were talking earlier as well that Pakistan is a really big problem of admitting that it's depressed. You know. Exactly. A lot of people just kind of don't want to talk about it. They they ignore it. They push it under the rug. They don't like yeah. admitting it because they think it's a sign of weakness. Yeah, they think or, it's like um, it's like you're like crazy for like thinking stuff. And the number one reason for that is I don't even blame like the millennials who think this or the boomers. And it's I think it's just the generation fault because the forefathers and the forefathers, the traditions in Pakistan have been this way that you just cannot. Yeah reason have any mental illnesses and if you do you're automatically put in like a fucking asylum or a ward 
like yeah. mental way, yeah. and then you're treated in the worst ways. And even if you don't have any issues, you come out with more issues. Exactly. Exactly. People in general, they just don't talk about their feelings. They don't confide in other people. Uh, I feel yeah. like Pakistan is it's stuck in these old traditions, these old kind of warrior mentality where you don't show it weakness is. to anyone, right? It is. Do you think it's only do you think it's because some people they're not like people I, I like I know, like I'm not I'm not saying this cuz it's true but like some statistic facts so like pakistan yeah. isn't a very rich country man like we have to admit it like it's not a very rich country like 80% no. of the population is poorer than like yeah. there are more poor people than rich people in pakistan yeah yeah for sure so do you think it's because of these financial issues in pakistan that people just don't want to consider something that's out of their league like or probably believe in something that's out of their league like do you think that's true because i think this is like i believe in this though i think like, it's a very huge factor I think it's yeah. a very big factor. That is definitely, like, you know, imagine already, this, yeah. like imagine this, like you're sitting, like you're in a household, like, like yeah. a poor household. Yeah. And like someone brings up this topic about like mental illness and depression yeah. and you go like, oh, hey, why don't you consider therapy? And yeah. that one auntie in the, you know, in that one, they see auntie goes like depression. <laughs> what is that depression? Like we can't yeah. pay for these things. We can't even pay to think about these yeah. things, man. What is depression? Shut up! You just need help. You're crazy. Go, go eat some. Let me make some of these basic foods, and you'll feel better and feel okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go outside. Stop yeah, using your outside. phone. That's yeah. the kind of shit they say. Bitch, yeah. it ain't that easy. Yeah. Just stop using. <laughs> stop playing court. Yeah, dude. Honestly. And okay, so let let me tell you what another another big factor that I think is is very uh, contributive to this problem. And I think that it's just the way Islam, which is the main religion in Pakistan, kind yeah. of works around this thing, right? So suicide is taboo. You, yeah. It's not even just taboo, it's forbidden. You will yeah. go to hell if you commit suicide in Islam, right? So yeah. even mentioning it, even mentioning that, you know, I'm not feeling great around this time, you know, life is really hard, I'm just tired of everything. You know, anything that you might say, is genuinely met with this stigma and this taboo. Yeah. People will literally, when you hear about someone committing suicide, you know, it's tragic news. You feel bad for them. There are people in Pakistan and honestly all over the world that will be like, yeah. he committed suicide. He doesn't deserve our sympathy. Whatever, you know, he was weak and all that stuff. That needs to change. That's fucking dumb. Yeah. If, if it was, if it was, who would want to kill themselves? If there wasn't a real problem. Right? Exactly, man. Yeah. Taking your own life is the scariest thing I can imagine. Right? Yeah. I don't think you can just... I don't, roll honestly, it. I don't think... Um, well, not again, not generalizing it. But yeah. it's not that easy, man. Like No, like, no. And like, I'll give a reference. Um, this one season that's out on Netflix. Everyone knows about it. Like 13 Reasons Why. I think I've yep, heard about yep. it. Yeah, I've watched um, it. Season one, they they show how uh, this girl Hannah yeah. Baker she commits suicide. Yeah. And that yeah. you know that one scene where she actually like like cuts her fucking veins in the back. Yeah. yeah, she dies. That changed the entire perspective about these little girls yep. who really want to kill themselves, man. Yep, exactly. It really changed a lot of things. And even though people shit on the season, like third reason why it's a bad season. season Yo, okay, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I like the first one. The Same. second one, third, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, man, it, they just kind of dragged it. So yeah, but the main, yeah. the main, the first season is it's kind of good. The season one, I like. I like. It's good. Yeah, it it brings awareness to these kind of things, and I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. Also, uh, a funny thing, like if you if you just Google depression in Islam, yeah, and the first thing that kind of comes up is like Muslims can never be depressed. <laughs> like, why would you say that? Like, man, that is so know? dumb. That makes me being, sad. That being a Muslim doesn't mean you're like an extraterrestrial. You're yeah. Extraterrestrial. People, if you if you tell your Muslim father that yo I'm depressed, he's like, go pray, you little shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's honestly, yeah. yeah. So, so you told me that you you've experienced social anxiety and depression, and you know you've yeah. gone through it. You're better now, which is great to hear. But how how did you combat this when you originally when it was like, of you noticed that it was becoming a when? Okay, let me rephrase the question. When did you notice that this was becoming a problem for you? When did you okay. notice, or when did you think that oh shit, I I might be depressed? Okay. Or was it was it like uh, that for you? How was that? Yeah, it was kind of like that. Well, I think it's different for everyone, but for me personally, um, I believe, uh, in twenty eighteen, like yeah. one year after like facing these little symptoms, like not having interest in anything, not wanting to do anything that I really wanted to do, I yeah. kind of like, and then overthinking about stuff. Like I have this one major problem that I still have is that I overthink about stupid shit and yeah. stuff that I'm not supposed to. Like, oh shit. what is that guy going to think i look like or if i go out with him and yeah. stuff like that. so then one day like i remember the day i think it was like um i think it was november 2018 or something yeah in november i just um i'm grateful i have this one friend yeah. and um he really he was like hey can you just like come over to my house one day i just want to like i just want to talk to you about something and i'm like yeah sure why not and yeah. i remember i was like happy that day i wasn't like feeling down or anything and i went okay. to his house we talked about stuff and he started bringing up this topic about depression and then he transitioned into me being depressed i was like hey oh. what, are you, what are you trying to do like like is this like is this like going somewhere like i don't get it yeah. then he gets like hey just hear me out and yeah. i want to say something and i want you to just listen to me carefully like just shut up like for real shut up and just listen and i'm like oh. <laughs> yeah and he gave me like a one hour lecture about he made me uh, believe that i am actually depressed which is a really big thing cuz you know yeah. like like i said earlier people just don't want to accept it exactly accepting yeah. is like a, accepting it is like a very the biggest step the first step yeah. like thinking about it and the second step the biggest step is like accepting it and then the last step is doing something about it you know yeah yeah accepting sure. it is like the biggest step and for me it was like oh fuck man it took me like a year to accept it and i cried my eyes out man when i was like yeah. fuck like fucking depressed man what am i going to do about it and he hugged me and he was like bro it's going to be okay like don't worry it's going to be okay and you know i i kind of find out found out that i am depressed because he made me realize cuz he put up these things in front of me like he was like hey do you remember you used to play golf and i was like yeah he's like well you don't play anymore why is that and i had no oh. reason i had no reason to give i was like uh i don't know like i don't know why wow. he's like That's yeah cuz you're depressed He's like, "Hey, do you remember you like used to come to my house every single day, like last year? Do yeah. you do that anymore?" I'm like, "No." And I'm and he's like, "Do you know why?" And I'm like, "Uh, I just I just don't feel like it." And he's like, "Exactly. Wow. Why don't you feel like it? Because you're depressed. That's why. Because you're overthinking about stuff. Because you don't have time to think about the positive things in life." I'm like, bro, that's so true. My grades were slipping. You know, one thing I want to admit, okay, fine. I yeah. I had terrible grades in elementary. Like, I yeah. failed. 
two times. Me too, bro. <laughs> you know, like, I was good in O levels, and then in A levels, I just my grades started slipping, you know, and I just yeah. got yeah. depressed and shit. And same, I never, same. I never know the reason why. Like sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's okay if you don't know why. Like if you yeah. chase after the question why, you'll always eighty percent of the time there's always a dead end. So just yeah. Fixing it instead of knowing why it is how it is—it's just yeah. is. So you know that's my experience with it. I think I think your friend is a great man. That person is a I legend, think, yeah. absolute yeah. fucking beast. Mad lad, you know. <laughs> absolute mad lad. <laughs> it takes it takes a lot of courage to be able to talk to someone, you know, and bring up exactly. that. And this one thing, yeah, like because he was a guy, right? So this yeah. one thing. In Pakistan, you're like exactly. Guys don't talk about stuff like this. Like they, yeah. their masculine, you know, fragile masculinity, it gets hurt. Yeah, talks about stuff like oh, the only thing guys talk about is fucking pussy and girl. <laughs> oh man, you should talk about important things, man. Exactly. Really to take care of Honestly, I'll I'll admit I was surprised too when you said when you said it was a heat. I was like, wait, what? And yeah, man. I, I, it's just so rare. It just doesn't happen. I was super depressed, like uh, super uh, impressed, I guess. But that yeah. is a really great friend you have. Also, I believe my parents also played a big role because I'm I'm glad, like I'm I'm grateful that I have parents who don't who are not like these average parents who like oh should you have depression that's not yeah. they were actually really supportive. Honestly, supportive parents are one of the best things to have when you're going through something yeah. like that. Yeah. It really makes a very big difference. Parents, I love you. Even yeah. I don't think you're gonna hear this because I'm swearing a lot still. <laughs> They're gonna hear this. <laughs> I will make them hear this. Nice, nice. <laughs> Hello, Abdullah's mom and dad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's really it really makes a difference if you have supportive parents. It really really changes a lot. It makes it easier to go through it. Yeah, man. And what about you, man? Did you like uh, if you want to talk about like if you want to give your own perspective about how you faced Nah, something if you did if that's cool with you i i have had uh so thankfully you know i've always been the kind to look it up you know understand stuff learn about what other people are talking about you know i i do my research and shit right so there's this one time where i was i was reading an article about people being depressed right and i i saw three things and one sleeping too much to lack of appetite three uh you withdraw and in those days i would go to school hang out with my friends come back home not talk to anyone just go to my room not eat anything just fall asleep wake up school and it was just this cycle right yeah the same routine yeah no one would suspect it you know i was great with my friends i was smiling making jokes and whatever and i would just come home i would not talk to my family and i would just go upside up, upstairs in my room and just withdraw and i was reading this and i was like oh shit you know maybe i i'm depressed and i didn't have a reason to be depressed you know yeah uh, i was i had great friends i had a great loving family uh i i was doing okay in school you know not my not my best, but you know, okay. Yeah. I, I don't understand. You know, it, it didn't really make sense to me why. So I'm like, fuck, I got, I, I don't know if I'm like 100% depressed. Like, I, I don't have suicidal thoughts. But yeah. even if I don't, this is some form of it and I need to work to get better. 
right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think feel, feeling empty is like a very big uh, dude. I, I still feel empty. I won't I, say I'm yeah. depressed, but <laughs> I, I still usually feel empty. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, what okay you know, to feel it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I realized that, you know, maybe I am depressed or maybe there is something, you know, going on. And I, I started, you know, I'm like, I'm going to change this now, right? I don't have my life to waste feeling like this. Now, I know that might be, you know, a little condescending on people who are going through this. Yeah. I'm just telling you about my perspective. And that's just the way I think when I'm facing a problem, right? I yes. always think I need to get over this. How am I going to do that? So I was thinking, you know, I'm going to start spending more time with my family. I love my family, right? They mean the, mo the most to me. So it didn't even make sense to me when I was withdrawing. I'm going to start spending more time with my family. I'm going to start hanging out with my friends a little more. You know, I'm going to start doing the things that I love, right? Yeah, appreciating the things that, the little things, you know, appreciating yeah. them. Is important. Yeah, I, I started going uh, to the garden with my mom. She, she's a gardener. She's amazing. Shout out, mom. You're fucking amazing gardener. <laughs> I, I would go i would go hang out with her in the garden you know compliment her you know talk to her and shit and i'd hang out with my younger siblings you know bro you know absolutely destroy them in cod but that's just the way it is and you know i it, it was a gradual process but i i think i i did well and you know i'm i'm thankful i'm grateful that i didn't go through you know a major depressive episode and it wasn't yeah. something that really, you know, it did affect my life. It affected my grades. It affected my uh, interactions with my family. It was affecting the way I was alive, right? But I am grateful that, you know, I had the support and I, I could, you know, get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, man, that, you know, you're just an amazing guy, man. I hope you all <laughs> like you. You're an amazing guy. Thank man. you, dude. Also, you too, man. Saying you're like an amazing guy, like I funny story about like uh, how we met. Do you remember how we met, man? I do, but we have to keep it a little such. <laughs> Just a little, yeah. Long right. story short, like me and Sarah, we I think we had a lot of mutuals, and I think we, we had kind so of many mutuals, dude. Like I think we knew we existed, like this one. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know the, the, that feeling that you know. Okay, he exists, but you just can't. Like I knew who you were. Yeah, I knew. I knew like were. when someone said your name, I knew who you were. But I've never yeah, talked yeah. to you. You know, I, I never remember, messaged you. Like I saw you like every single day on like my friends. Yo. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, fucking doing shit, fucking shit up in Barrier Town and stuff, and I'm like, cool, hell man. yeah, dude. I <laughs> look like fucking chill, man. Like, oh, honestly, I was like, bro, he looks like he looks like he's a fucking nerd, but he's wrecking shit. Bro. <laughs> like, what, what I am doing? a nerd, dude. I am a nerd for sure. Bro, I'm a cool fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> and then I remember just going to the party, but then I see Sarah, and, and then I'm, I'm like, I remember I, I didn't remember how to roll a joint back then. I, maybe it was crazy. I remember this guy fucking doing it, but everyone's like out of it. <laughs> there was no fucking light in the room and he fucking did it with his fucking phone's flashlight he held the phone i don't know how he fucking maneuvered it like baby placed it somewhere i don't even know yeah. and i remember people jumping around in the room people pushing him people fucking yelling siraj siraj where's my fucking joint and he's like hey calm down calm down i'm doing it i'm doing it and then he just roared this one perfect joint, man. And we smoked and we were like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, dude. 
I, I have okay. I might be bragging, but the way it was in Pakistan, it, it's really extreme situations where you have to roll sometimes, right? You're in the back of a car that's you know moving around a lot. You're uh you know standing somewhere. You want to excuse me. You want to be quick. You you know there's risks and shit everywhere. There's always this one adrenaline rush, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you know I I practiced a lot and. Your boys got it down, you know. If you want, if you want me to roll a perfect joint for you, you know, hit me up. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Coming all the way to Canada. All the way to fucking Canada, dude. But yeah, I, I remember that party, dude. Uh, I think you came a little late. It was yeah. uh, Hassan's birthday, uh, a mutual friend of ours. Yes. At Asad's house, yeah. At at Asad's house. That was a great day. That was a, that, that was, was a lot a of fun. Great day. We fucked a lot of shit up, though. Honestly, I, I still <laughs> have this one video where. Like um, I'm just making the video of this entire room in Asad's house, and everything yeah. is broken. Everyone's passed out. Everyone's doing fucked up shit, and that's literally the best video I have. Honestly, dude, I think okay. So I've never ever broken something at someone's house until that day where I broke one of his glasses. Like mm. glass, yeah. That that is the one day. But someone broke his fucking tr- trampoline, dude. Do you remember yeah, that? That was hustling. <laughs> that little shit. I think it was a boy. It was. Of course it was him. Hassan, you little shit. Why would you do that? <laughs> I think he's, he's probably getting high right now at this moment. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, but that was a great day. Yeah, it was. The worst part was when his dad came down. I, I, had to there. I missed that. I was, I was lucky. I, I left before that. Or maybe oh I was God. still outside. Yeah. Anyways, coming back to the topic. Yep, yep. Uh, the fun we had in Pakistan, <laughs> which is depression. Yeah. Uh, do you think uh, we should? We should. I think we should talk about how um, uh, how people experience depression in Pakistan, especially, and how how it's perceived in Pakistan, and how what people say about it, and how people fix it, and how, yeah. how people try to you know. You know There's so much about. stigma around it, and uh, the the quality of the therapists, I'm not sure about. I've never seen one, and I yeah. don't think you know there's a board or there's like a governing authority that's making sure these therapists are actually good at what they do and exactly sure there's like right. no like record of if they're actually doing something like exactly if, if the patients are recovering you know you know how it works in the west i okay. mean I'm, i i i know i know like how it works man like all right let me know tell me you you know you're depressed you get okay. diagnosed you go to a therapist and Okay, the therapy lasts how much years? Like one year, two year. Okay, you get fine. Let's just say you get okay. Okay. And then you, you go your own way. Your therapist goes goes his own way. And you know, after every six to seven months, yeah, for at least two to three years, you get called back again at the therapist just to just just uh, so the therapist can make sure that yeah. if you're not withdrawing, you're not having the same symptoms again. And is they're so in nice. Pakistan or is, is this in Pakistan or like no, everywhere this else? This is in oh. the West. Man. Okay. And okay. in Pakistan, it's just so fucked up like even the therapist you know first huh? thing the problems i face with therapists in pakistan no confidentiality like really? literally no confidentiality fuck there's, I mean, there's the like... ones, I mean the ones that i faced yeah yeah there's a client like they're probably gonna tell my mom about this or probably gonna tell my dad because they were like yeah oh, they were like, Beta, i think your parents should know about this and i'm like fuck. 
What's wrong with you? You're my fucking yeah. therapist. You're not supposed to be saying that shit. You're not supposed to tell shit to parents. Shut no, but I understand why I think it works this way that I think parents should know they are legal guardians. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. What the fuck are you? Yeah, fuck off, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How, how did you go about How did you deal with it? What, what did you do? I mean, um, well, honestly, I had, I made some good friends. And then my mom. My mom is a... Uh, also a therapist, but uh, she doesn't practice anymore. But she is. Uh, so even though, even though I know it's illegal, I know you can't do therapy of your own kids and stuff like that. You can't do yeah. your own. Family. But she didn't do like my therapy, therapy like in a professional you way. Just she just talked with her. She helped you understand your emotions. Right. She helped you, you know, go through okay. your shit, right? Yes, a lot. And I'm really grateful for that, man. I like, think, I, yeah. I home, You're very lucky to be able to do that. <laughs> man honestly and some friends some i'll shout out to some friends for being awesome like do you want to shout someone else yeah i want to shout out to my ex who i hate now i don't hate her man but like shout out to you for being a good person when that when you were a good person and shout, shout out, out to some other friends. yeah shout out shout out Muneeb, shout out salar all these people <laughs> good friends you guys are amazing yeah you guys are amazing man. honestly but yeah, dude, I'm really proud of you to be able to get over that. I think you did a great job. Uh, you. you know, honestly, you're you're a great person. You're just so elegant with words, like in Pakistan. Uh, the first yeah. time I met you, you know, for me, it takes a little time to, you know, you know, get become friends with someone, right? But yeah, just right. the way you talk, just the way you know you, you, you made me feel comfortable. You know, instant, I feel like connection. You know, I appreciate you're a that. Me immediately, bro. I think it's the vibe, man. You think it's the what? It's the vibe. I think. Yeah, it's dude, it's the vibe. Well, hell yeah. But yeah, yeah, dude, you made me. It was immediately comfortable. You know, you're like a person that I feel like it's easy to talk to. I'm glad that you enjoyed that joint. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. Like shout out to you. <laughs> I we really, really, really you know, get something going, man. Like I have no plans to come to go back to Pakistan in July or something. Because this corona shit is getting Dude, worse. I did. Hey. I had plans. But now it's fucked. It's completely same. fucked. Bro, same. I was, I was so excited. But now yeah. it's just absolutely... You're you know, missing, missing that Pakistani jaraf. Exactly, know. bro. Exactly. Even though the shit here is great. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. But, you know, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. I'm sorry, guys. We are just, you know... We're, we're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're yeah yeah hell yeah so i think this brings us to the end of the episode i thank you abdullah for being here for talking to me today about this very complicated topic yeah very complicated do you have do you have like one last advice for the people who are going through it like do you want to say one thing uh my advice would be don't be ashamed of this it's not something that's just you know to do with your weakness treat this like it's a broken arm or a heart disease it's an illness that affects you and it's just that an illness a sickness right there's therapy there's methods that you can use to get better right so talk to your trusted people unfortunately not it's not you know parents aren't always someone you can trust with this kind of stuff right so find someone, whether that be a teacher, a guidance counselor, a friend, a friend's mother, you know, 
talk to yeah. someone you know who you can trust who you feel comfortable around tell them about this right and one day you know i believe in you i think you definitely have the power to get through this uh yeah, yeah. what about you i want you i want to hear your closing remarks i just i just want to say man that just you should never think that you're the only person who's going through something like this and you're just stupid yeah. to think that you're depressed cuz so many people like you don't know what's going on inside someone like you yeah. stop thinking about what others are thinking and how others are you know living their life and yeah. if you're going through something just don't think that oh shit others don't have it why do i have this shit like it's okay if you do man cuz a lot of people are going through stuff these days especially especially because of this coronavirus post. exactly like, exactly is a real thing like, it's been kidding. it's been really hard on some people that are going through these illnesses to be stuck at home and exactly. sometimes they're in abusive situations that now they can't escape and yeah. uh, my heart and my prayers and my respect goes out to every one of you same man i i'm who's holding on these hard times man Yeah, and I hope you guys uh blaze through this. I hope you make it out of this stronger. Uh, yeah. Best of luck. Thank you again, Abdullah. Thank you yeah, for no coming. Thank you for having me, man. Uh it was great talking to you. I really respect your opinion. Thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you for sharing your experiences. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. Uh this was your host Siraj. Thank you for coming to another session with Siraj. But um I don't know dude I don't know the outro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. I'm have to figure it out. All right, bye.